0: for this episode we'll be talking about fairport convention unhalf bricking and in the room i have rob yes, sir. grady hello. and ben hello unhalf bricking is the third album by british folk rock band fairport convention released on the 3rd of july 1969 on island records the producer is joe boyd simon nicole and the band the genre is british and folk rock And from all music, Richie Underberger, The best British folk rock band of the late 60s Fairport Convention did more than any other act to develop a truly British variation on the folk rock prototype by drawing upon traditional material and styles indigenous to the British Isles. While the revved up renditions of traditional British folk tunes drew the most critical attention, the group's members were also talented songwriters as well as interpreters. They were comfortable with conventional harmony-based folk rock as the tunes that drew upon more explicitly traditional sources and boasted some of the best singers and instrumentalists of the day. Their 1969 Unhalf Bricking is seen as a transitional album in their history and marked a further musical move away from American influences towards more traditional English folk songs. All right, what do we think of Unhalf Bricking?
1: I guess they they, they did do... They, they were the first ones to put a, uh, a drum set... To uh, folk music, British folk music, so there's that. Are they? Yeah, is yeah. That, is that the true? yeah on a, a sailor's life. That's the first uh, recorded uh, thing of a drum kit actually being used. Rock drums being used on a uh, rock
0: drums. I think that's drums. important. Yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry.
1: I'll get with um, that. So for so I mean that's cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> it, it, the the idea that this is. They're they're doing this traditional British stuff, cool I guess. But they're also just covering a shit ton of Bob Dylan songs. So I, I don't I, I don't is is Uncle Robert British too? It like is one? that uh? Is no. they're, they're pushing uh, pushing that thing. Yeah, I thought that
2: isn't it like one Dylan song.
1: No, there's, no, there's three. three. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, one
3: done very very well. I will say that one is in French.
1: Yeah, not that one.
3: <laughs> I like I like uh, their version of If You Got to Go Go Now. I thought it was cool. I thought it was catchy. That's uh, the C2 Dois Partir, whatever. Yeah, one. and I,
1: I like Percy's song.
3: Uh, no, I, I thought Percy's song was the best song on the record.
1: I really like the Sailor's yeah. song, honestly. Uh, I did too. Oh, that Oh uh, that, That's the one that has the uh, the rock drums on it. Well, yeah. it's,
2: it's, it's I got that hypnotic, droney sort of, like the, the lapping yeah. of the, the water. It is 15 minutes long. It, it, it kicks in
1: nicely right, right around the seven-minute mark. It, it kicks in <laughs> nicely. It evolves well.
2: That whole thing was done in one take, which is also very impressive.
3: Uh, first take. First take. Mm. Yes.
0: No
2: no less,
3: yeah. Yeah, I thought... If if it wasn't done on the first take, it couldn't (laughs) have been (laughs) done in one take. (laughs) That's true. It's very true. Uh,
2: Well, no, that's not true. You you mean like one
3: continuous...
2: Well, yeah, because you could take... You could do it fully, the second take, and use that, but... I wouldn't
3: say that was done in one take. What? Because I got it on the second take.
2: Uh, Sure, okay. I see what you mean. Um... There's also the, now with studio editing, you can splice things
1: together. And they just didn't have that back then, so that makes it even <laughs> back more. Back in the day, <laughs> everything was done in one take. <laughs> makes <mix> it more? <laughs> no.
3: You mean I have to play through this whole damn song? <laughs> <laughs> I, I found
1: I found three songs to be, like, things that I, I thought sounded good. Which um, ones? Um, A Sailor's Life. Okay. Uh, Percy Song. And uh, oddly enough, Cajun woman. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed oh. to admit the uh, yeah. the blank woman. <laughs> fill in the fill in the blank woman. Uh, I thought that was a pretty good rock song. Yeah, huh. I thought this record was fine. Yeah,
3: you know, uh, I liked it a lot more than I thought it would. I did like it more than I thought it would. I liked it more than other ones we we had to listen to. This like week. the folky yeah, kind of stuff yeah. we've been doing, like Pentangle and.
0: <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, John I, Bias I think like and... it's
3: got a little bit it's got like a little bit uh country and I know that they were supposed to like be going like going brit but there is there's some country there's like some fiddle and stuff on there it sounds more american but it also gets kind of lord of the ringsy lord of the ringsy sometimes wait which one uh no I just just like it like just like the mystical british folk okay, uh, okay, it, okay. It, it it just feels
1: traditional kind of british middle earthy yeah to, yeah okay okay know? You mean the witch that was warbling the entire time? <laughs> no. Well, I don't think that's quite fair. I, mean, I it, said it, witch, <laughs> man, wicca. I, putting right. words in uh, my mouth.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it sort of toes the line because there is that very distinct, severe, sort of austere, uh, especially female vocal uh, folk vocal singing where it's it's a little kind of brash and it's, it feels sort of thrust upon you. I actually, were, I'm sorry, Druid. It, I, was,
1: it was Druid vocals. Druid. Oh, yeah. That's a nice... Yeah. Ju- okay.
0: I do like her vocals
2: but a hers lot. hers is between that and it, it moves a little bit more into more pop sensibilities, I think. Which, um, I think one of the songs, number six, ended up being covered by Julie, Judy Collins. So Who Knows it, Where the
3: Time Goes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Which I, I thought was very lovely. Um, That's but a cool song. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's right in between that that super severe folk vocals and and more, more into that little smoother pop vocals that I think would would you know, find itself in the '70s. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, I went I went kind of back and forth as I was listening. The it went kind of like the first one I was so so. Second one I I really liked Autopsy, which is what we're
1: listening to now. It was autopsy it Autopsy or Auto Pay?
3: I've got autopsy. autopsy. I, I had autopay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What a weird name, man! That's far out." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, I, man, I could have sworn that Spotify said autopay. No. <laughs> I really wanted to. I really, really wanted to.
0: Uh, and then Sailor's Life, I was like, "Cool, it's very cool." Had a like you guys were saying before, has a nice long, you know. It has a real transition throughout the song, and mm-hmm. it, it feels great. Like when the drums kick in, when uh, you have these like soft moments, and then it really crescendos at the end. And some pretty tasty solos. Yeah, I said, the guitar solos, the, the fiddle as, as well. Um, yeah, they said the fiddle was, quote unquote, fighting with the guitar. Yeah. It sounds like they're dueling. But in a good way.
2: And there was even some that was really, I think were three, very Pink Floyd uh, vibe that I was getting from it Yeah, as I well. could see that. Autopay. Uh, Autopay, pay, auto pay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Auto pay yeah. <laughs> Following up on uh, Direct Deposit.
0: I just went, you know, and then the next one, Kate, Cajun Woman, I, I didn't like that one. Where the Time ride. Goes, I I like that. Uh, Percy Song, I like that. that was very, Million Dollars Bash, Percy I didn't was like Percy Song a very it.
2: traditional folk sort of intro, right? The that, uh, that number seven? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. It's like the Dylan, the Dylan cover. Yeah but, yeah, they, yeah. but they kind of, yeah, they did bring it in a little more like country folk. I don't know. Yeah. British Isles, I guess you could say. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sort of like Celtic. Yeah. They kind of Celtified Dylan. Which, which I thought was awesome. Well, a lot of the
2: drone stuff that you get is is very, uh, very much of that, that, that
3: style. Yeah. Um, it's the misty mountain pop, <laughs> <laughs> and then number eight, I thought
2: had some like stone sort of, maybe even Velvet Underground sort of over time. Yeah, was, million dollar. Just bash. that that sort of repetitive also, grooving rock rock beat um, with with some stuff you know going on. Over it. Um, no, I was a nine, nine. I thought it sounded a bit like Nielsen. Um, I, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with most of this album once I get past my initial sort of my own biases against that type of singing. Well, the, mm-hmm. the,
1: and also the name of the band sucks yeah. and the name of the record sucks. So, like, I, I, like I came in with a bad I think the name taste. of the record's so Rob, they came yeah.
2: up with the name of the record of playing a word game on
3: tour. I've got a soft spot for word games on tour. <laughs> <laughs> I feel ya. Okay. Get it? Sweet William you-
1: I just wrote down, uh, like, this album begs the question, were boomers more patient, like, with their music, or do they just, like, really terribly boring crap? I think think that's a very loaded question.
2: (laughs) Folk
0: music was huge. I mean, we've done how many folk records so far? And I have
1: just finally been able to write down my (laughs) thoughts on it.
0: (laughs) It took me a minute. All right. It does seem like they are at this time in Britain, you know, with Led Zeppelin, with all those incredible string band, all those like people We'd call trying them incredible. to, yeah. <laughs> but they're trying to be. They're trying to go back to the the original. What you'd call traditional songs, like traditional like Brave, Brave Sir
1: Robin,
3: exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, I went into this record with probably a bit of a bias against it, just because I didn't feel like listening to a British folk rock album at a the time.
1: Bias? Yeah. After a drone bias kind of angle and all that. Yeah. Uh...
3: That being said, you know, it didn't blow my socks off, but I did find a lot more that I liked about it than that I didn't like about it. Even if I don't give this album a positive at the end of the day, this is Album, I find it intriguing. I, I now have a bit of an interest in this band. Like, okay, so what do they do after this? Because Legion Leaf, I believe. I believe Legion le, Legion Leaf. Yeah, which we're gonna which we're have. gonna get to. Yeah, we're gonna get to Red
1: Leather, Yellow Leather.
3: <laughs> but it sounds like even if even if in my opinion they didn't hit a home run with this, I, they've got some weapons in their arsenal, and I'd like to see how they grow as a band. I think strong players.
0: Yeah, yeah. And recorded, I think that also. A lot of those folk albums we had been covering or we've heard before don't have quite as good of rec- like recording, mm. the quality. This one the seemed production. right. Yeah. yeah, this one seemed very polished. Mm. It still felt like open air, but mm-hmm. you you were you knew it was like a studio recording. Except for those drums on the first track. For some reason, they're too heavy for me. Oh, too heavy. No, I mean they they cover. Up the other
3: players, like the bass. Okay, they're they're a little like mixed heavy. I will say that the drums, maybe on the first track, but at least in the first few tracks, are what helped me get over my initial bias to the band because I thought the drummer was cool. Uh, I thought he was playing some. He sounded like a a rock drummer in a folk band. Holding back as best he can, but, like, some stuff's kind of oozing out the sides a little bit. But his
2: natural tendencies are still getting...
3: Yeah, th- yeah, and further. I think that's, like, that was, like, my... That was my, my open window into this band. Got you know? it.
0: So Joan Baez just needed, like, Neil Pert, and you would have been...
3: I wouldn't say okay. Neil
0: Pert. would Bonham.
3: Yeah, just Bonham <bought> <laughs> playing as tastefully as he could. Okay. He's holding back as much as he can, but he's still Bonham. Okay. And yeah. Joan Baez
1: singing through a vocoder. Yes, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board.
3: (laughs) I'm absolutely on board with that. Unfortunately, we are not going to hear this drummer anymore. He died right after they recorded it in a car wreck with the whole band on their way back from a show. Yeah. It's
1: like Cliff Burton, man.
3: Yeah. But how he entered the band was interesting. He didn't play on their first show, but he played every show after that from their second show on. Apparently, he was an audience member of their first show, and after the show... He went up to the band and basically just said, "I can play drums better than that guy can play drums," and they're like, "Okay, you want to be our drummer?" I bet he was right too. This guy's pretty good.
2: (laughs) You heard heard it here for the first time, fifty years after (laughs) it was released by Rob Ross, Fairport (laughs) Convention. Is the Metallica. (laughs) (laughs) Like it even had to be said.
1: Uh, this might be
0: also this might be the first Island Records release that we have. Oh, it's on Island. I
3: didn't Yeah, I was
0: I was trying to click back and and see if there's any other that we've covered so far, but yeah, it was on Island Records. As in the British Island. (laughs) 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 As in we're gonna get some Good, good uh, Yeah, we're gonna get some good, uh... Oh, we, we hit the seven-minute yeah, mark?
1: that's right, about 7.03. I okay, think. cool. Of, a uh, Sailor's oh, so, Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Everyone's head's bopping.
0: <laughs> did you feel... Did anybody feel like it was a little Dylan-heavy? Or we were totally fine with that because I mean, they changed I, it enough?
3: At this point, you know, I'm so... Like, I... I every they did pick out,
0: like, like, rare... Some rare Dylan that hadn't been released. And... And
1: they sing it in a different language.
3: Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I know I know the song If You Gotta Go Go Now. And when when C2 Dois Partir came on, it sounded familiar to me. I, I couldn't place it. I thought it sounded kinda like Garden Party by Ricky Nelson, but that hadn't come out yet. Okay. So I was like trying to like figure out like what's this a French version of. But uh Yeah, so they changed it enough that I didn't it sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. Yeah, the only one that the I, I...
1: Thought that they didn't actually elevate the source material would have been a million dollar bash.
0: Yeah, I felt the same way on that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, I just didn't care. Didn't do anything for me. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like the worst, but it
1: just. No, I, I, I'm not surprised like, mm. by folk artists covering Dylan now. I think that's yeah. just uh, like <laughs> well, he, he, folk music he, in general. It's he, all a big communal pot. And
0: I was. do find it funny though that they were like, oh, they're getting away from American folk music and going more in this
3: British. Direction and then it's except for one third, di- Dylan. For Dylan.
1: <laughs>
3: all Dylan, all the time. So in that in the French version of uh, "If You Gotta Go," that percussion that sounds like the world's largest wiro mm-hmm. is uh, uh, the spokes of like a Windsor kitchen chair. Like, oh, nice. Br- 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 yeah. So huh. first album to use a drum set in a folk rock song, rock drums. Mm-hmm. Probably first one to use a kitchen chair, chair drum. Yeah. Chair drum, so the, 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 the old chair C'est pas que te demande, que tu jamais C'est I'm pretty, pretty true neutral. Like, I don't know if I would recommend it to anyone, but it's fine, you know, and there's some cool stuff going on. I don't don't know if I'm going to listen to it again ever, but I didn't mind listening to it this time. I guess I'd be neutral.
0: Yeah, I think I'm the same as as you. I think I would probably stick on uh, number two as... In, on like a mixtape.
3: Oh yeah, it, it's a it's a cute little gem. I'll yeah. stick a sailor's life on a mixtape. I make great, so <laughs> I make stormy. terrible mixtapes. <laughs> Three songs, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the full ninety minute <laughs> uh, But yeah, I feel I feel the same way. I'm pretty pretty just like neutral. It's fine. Uh, I probably wouldn't. I'll have to wait for the other one, but I probably wouldn't put it in the book. Um, I I feel like the the next album, which I have not listen to because I kind of just want to go in to see yeah. experience it for the first time. I want to uh I think that one will probably be the one that I'm like, oh yeah, it probably deserves to be in the book just because it's more within it, it's more like traditional or something.
3: Right. I I'm, I'm curious to hear what the next one sounds but like. But yeah. it
0: might be worse because it doesn't have the drummer. Or
3: Martin Lamble.
0: Right.
1: There's so a very good possibility that is gonna be the I case. Yeah so. <laughs> we think Rob. Um. Yeah. Neutral. It, it. It's not my jam. I'm never gonna. If I'm. If I was around someone who was like super into folk music, I'd forget that this band existed and not recommend it to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it. It. it, it wasn't. Uh, it. It wasn't offensive. Like, and there, I thought there were actually some pretty cool tracks. But yeah, I mean, I. Th- this is not my. Uh, my bread and butter. So.
3: Yeah.
2: I. I liked it, and I mean, you know, whether whether it warrants inclusion of the book is sort of the question. I, I, I certainly am not going to be putting this album on. It's just a matter of whether or not you anytime would. Anytime soon. But I think it um, it actually was it was very surprising. And now that I'm listening to a lot of it again, um, the more I'm, I'm liking a lot of it, really. Um, I think it did it did a new thing. I mean, as incremental as these little steps are from, you know, Dylan plugging in to these guys going back to the aisles and, pulling on more source material from there, bringing this drummer in, playing on a damn chair. Um, I'm going to go positive. Uh, cool, cool. I think, uh, I think it has it's, it earned a place, and it, it was pleasantly surprising. Yeah, how does, how does do you that, feel
3: about uh, adjective woman? Adjective woman?
0: Uh, no, they're saying adjective woman because we've been covering <laughs> late 60s, and there's like bl- – some, it, some kind of woman, woman. Oh, like sure. a gypsy like, woman, sure. yeah, witchy, yeah. witchy woman,
3: Cajun woman, black magic, black magic woman. <laughs> uh, I, I find this song kind of boring, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, it's, it's this one I've heard a billion times in different ways, and th- this isn't doing
1: anything new. I like the accordion, you know, like I like yeah, the rock I was going to ask about the accordion. Mm. <laughs> because <laughs> an <laughs> instrument is present, doesn't <laughs> no, I, but it? No, but I, I like the it, fact that it's an up-tempo It's got uh, a kind number. of a, whatever, Zydeco. Zydeco, yeah. yeah. yeah it's uh, a
3: nice it, way to kick off side two. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, sure. In, no, it's a total... In, yeah, the, the Zydeco aspect zone. does make sense with Cajun woman. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make... Blank woman, any any better of a uh, lyrical like uh, trope,
0: but yeah, I think the band chose the arrangements and how they delivered it well for mm. each song. I'd say that, yeah,
3: yeah. cool. Yeah. I wonder what kind of woman we're gonna cover next. <laughs> so the Beatles, <laughs> we'll just have to find out.
0: Next time we'll be talking about Young Bloods, Elephant Mountain. All right, thanks, y'all.